No success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. That's why Club Wealth was founded, to help driven, successful, and busy real estate agents like you double their business while building a strong, balanced home life. Join us each week as high-producing agents and team leaders share their stories and unpack the principles and systems they've used to double, triple, and even quadruple their business while enjoying greater quality of life. And now, here's the latest episode of Club Wealth TV. We are live, everybody. Welcome to Club Wealth TV. My name is Michael Hellickson. I'm one of the coaches here at Club Wealth Coaching and Consulting, and I am super excited that you guys are all with us today. We have a very special guest in Amy Freeman, and I've got to be careful because I say Amy Freeman, but it's really Club Wealth Coach Amy Freeman, which is obviously a very big deal. And uh, I got to tell you, Amy is killing it uh, with agent-agent referrals. And when I say killing, I mean, dude, this year alone, Amy, if I remember right, already this year, and we're not even quite through the year yet, I think if I remember right, you've done, let's call it, shall we, 30 transactions by agent-to-agent referral this year already? Is that right? Yeah, 31 agent-to-agent, yeah. Okay, that's ridiculous. That's freaking awesome. Super excited about that. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that today. We're going to talk about how you guys can grow your agent to agent referral business, as well as how is she getting the rest of her 74 plus transactions a year uh, and how you can too. So before we do that, I want to introduce my co-hosts, Miss, Mrs. Sorry. Cherie Benjamin, the uh, the lioness of Club Wealth, and uh, super excited to have her on as well. Cherie, as you know, is one of our coaches. And uh, for those of you that were wondering, I'm not sure if you guys realize this or not, but Cherie is kind of a big deal. Uh, so Cherie <laughs> this year will close just over 500 transactions. Not sure if all you guys are doing all that or not, but I'm pretty impressed that she is. And uh, let me tell you, a couple of years ago, Cherie started out with Club Wealth. It was her and a part-time assistant. And now she's got, how many people you got on your team now? I don't know. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're freaking hilarious. I love it. It's like, I don't know. I got a handful. There's, there's some people on the team. But here's the deal. She's killing it. Her team is killing it. And uh, it's always a pleasure to have you as our co-host, Cherie. So thank you for being on. And then, of course, we've got Mr. Freaking Oracle of Nebraska, or no, Arkansas, Oracle of Arkansas, that's what we're going to call it, I don't know where Nebraska came from, but the Oracle of Arkansas, Brian Curtis, who is also a club wealth coach, and he's on with us today, so Brian, super glad to have you. I'm not going to quote your numbers because I always screw them up and you always call me on it. So the bottom line is he's doing more than most of the people watching the call right now and pretty much everybody else in the country too. So super excited to have you on, Brian. One of the smartest guys I've ever met in real estate. Uh, best decision he ever made was, uh, you know, signing up as a client for a club. Well, I'm totally joking. Freaking love you. Best decision he ever made was marrying Lisa. So that said, let's get right to it. Brian and Sheree, I really want you guys to open the door for Amy. I want you to ask her lots of questions. I'm going to work on inviting some people to the call today. But I want to hear how she's doing it. I want to hear how Amy is. And, and Amy, you and I spoke about this just the other day. Uh, I want you to start off by telling us, how are you getting all of these people um, to send you referrals? And I know it's not just because you're a club health coach. You're doing it in other ways. What, this was... This started happening long before you were a club health coach. So talk to us. Right. Um, so I'm just really intentional about my relationships 
and um, you know, putting myself out there and meeting other agents. If I'm going to conferences, regional events, things like that, I'm not hanging out with people from my office. That honestly, I don't really hang out that much with when I'm at home, right? But people go out of town with people in their office and they just hang out with those people and they don't put themselves out there. So I'm, I'm very intentional about who I want to meet when I get there. I set up a coffee, a drink, a lunch, a dinner, all of that in advance. Um, last time I went to a national conference, I had seven networking events that were already planned before I went. Okay, hold on right there for a second. So I want to back up because first of all, this starts with you go to a lot of national conferences. Oh, yeah. And when you go there, you're not there just chilling and how's it going? Hey, let's have another beer, right? Like, you know, you're there. And I'm not saying you don't drink when you're there. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is when you're there, you're freaking there to make money, right? Like you have a game plan and you're executing on that game plan. You're not there just to have a great time or just to learn. You're there to, to learn, have a good time. And most of all, make introductions and, and, and get to know people that you can refer and that can refer you. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. People will see on Facebook, they'll say, oh gosh, you go on vacation all the time. Mm -mm. I work harder at these events. I mean, we're, you know, 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. and you sleep for a couple hours and you start it all over again. Dude, hold on. Talk about that. That's such a big deal. Like, I'm serious because most people, they're like, they go to these events. They're like, oh, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm going to go to the event and I'll get up and I'll, I'll show up at the event, you know, when it starts and I'll go into the ballroom maybe for a little bit and I'll, I'll enjoy a session, but then I'm going to just kind of go out and, you know, they don't really have a game plan, but here you are, you're saying 6 a.m. to 2 or to two a.m. You're freaking game on. So you're exhausted at the end of this, I got to imagine. Oh, yeah. So if you want to talk to me, talk to me on day one. <laughs> no, I'm a different person at the end of the event. I'm so tired. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, if I can talk to somebody, I'll talk to you at coffee. I'll talk to you at the bar. I'll talk to you at the pool. I'll talk to you at a sidewalk. If, if you're going to share with me because the key is i want to hang around people that are smarter than me they're doing it bigger faster better than we're doing it so if someone's willing to give me their time i'll come to where you are i don't care so and i do you know when i go to the events i i plan my breakouts you know that's that's always very intentional too but sometimes i might skip a breakout because I'm having a great conversation with someone. It's not usually because I'm hanging out in my room. It's I'm doing something else that at that moment I feel is more important. So talk to us about, uh, you said that the last event that you went to, um, you had seven networking mm -hmm. uh, meetings that was already scheduled. How are you picking out or finding out who's going, who do you need to talk to? What are you doing to be very intentional? So some of the events are going to be events that I went to the year before. So now I'm on the guest list and I keep getting invited to those. So when I go to those, I'm looking to continue building the relationships that I had started the year before. Because a lot of companies, um, so I'm, I'm with Keller Williams, all companies tend to have these groups on Facebook, right? So there's, you know, Keller Williams referral group, whatever. So I'm in those groups. So Naturally, you just, you do referrals with people, you become friends with people, you see agents at events. So I go to these and 
maybe we did a referral over the years. So now, you know, we have that extra common bond. We're all talking about our businesses. You know, we're in these events for, I don't know, three, four hours. We're hanging out with these same people. Some, some of these people go to all the same events that I go to. So you really spend a lot of time digging in um, with these people. Um, so I'm, I definitely, I look for, you know, movers and shakers in, in their markets. I want to meet as many agents in the neighboring markets to mine because they also have the greater likelihood that people are going to be moving to my area, right? Agents that are in Charlotte are four hours away. Raleigh's two hours away. I want to meet as many of those agents as possible because they have a lot of people coming to my area. Yeah. So... Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So your area, which I don't think we mentioned, is Wilmington, um, yeah. which has been affected by the hurricanes right now. So Amy is joining us. I think you're joining us from Charlotte. Is that correct? Yes. I'm in an Airbnb with my kids and dogs and hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm really happy that you're here. We're going to talk a little bit about um, later, I think, about Club Wealth uh, Cares and some of the efforts that we're trying to do. Uh, to help everyone that's down in Wilmington. But I want you just to explain to me, because not everybody is a bubble of personality. So I can imagine you going in and you're walking, yes, you darling, I can imagine you going, <laughs> very easy for you to talk to anyone that's there. But for those people who don't really know how to work the room, um, what's like the, what's your conversation starter? Someone who you haven't met, what's your conversation starter? Okay, so so first of all, you guys know me a little bit, so I'm comfortable with you, okay? <laughs> and I might come across different to people that don't know me. I'm scared to death to go to these events by myself, okay? So let's just be really clear about that. Um, like I said, I don't want to hang out with people from my office or even people that I know really, really well that keep going to the same ones. I want to get out there and I want to meet new people, but... I'm afraid. I'm still that rejected high school girl that didn't have a lot of friends. You know, I, I do freak out about going into these things. But what I have found is, first of all, growth happens when you're not comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. So if I just hang around the people that I'm comfortable with, I'm not getting anywhere. Um, and like I said earlier, I want to hang around people that are doing it bigger, better, faster than I am. So I'm looking for those people, okay? And then I might approach someone that I know already has a relationship with them and I'll ask them to introduce me. Um, but what I'm finding is everybody at those events is there for the same reason. They wanna network, they wanna get to know people. I've never met a rude person. I've never met someone that's not willing to talk because we're all there for the same thing. Super easy icebreaker, where are you from? And hey, we're all real estate agents. We love talking about ourselves and our businesses. And that's usually all it takes. The conversation just flows after that. Okay, so let's back it up. So when you first started going to the events, where well, tell me what's the difference maker that you've noticed. So, I mean, this year it's it's the middle of September and you've already closed 30 that are just direct from agents, which is fantastic. Um, so where was the change? Because I remember talking to you a few years back and it wasn't quite that number. Oh, I think I just became more intentional, you know, and I definitely would go and hang out with 
you know, closer friends from the office and do more things with them. Um, my focus was always on the breakouts and not necessarily the networking. Um, I wasn't, I maybe went to one event. Like I said, now I'm doing seven. So right, just, just stop you right there. Tell us what events you're going to. Because I, I, I mean, I think that's important. You're going to national events, but specifically, I know you're going to Keller Williams Family Reunion. I right. know you're going, are you going, do you go to Mega Camp? Um, so Mega Camp's always at a really tough time of year. School's getting ready to start. It's not always at the same time. So last year it was in September, then this year it was in August. So that's always tricky. I love Family Reunion. Though. That, that right. for me is a must. That's where yeah. a lot of these relationships have come from. Um, obviously Club Wealth has amazing events. <laughs> so you definitely go to those. So there's two of those that you go to every year, right? You go That's to Business great. Strategy Mastermind Conference in November, which right. um, Aubrey can post the link for that. Uh, and you go to Listing Agent Bootcamp at the last week of April, which is in San Antonio this year. Uh, right, and I wanted to make sure that we mentioned, because obviously not everybody that's going to be watching this is with a big company, like right. a Williams or a Coldwell Banker or a Remax. So I don't want people thinking, oh, well, this doesn't apply to me. She gets all of this because she's with Keller Williams and they're mm -hmm. a big company. That's not true. There are lots of national events like Club Wealth events mm -hmm. where you can go and network with agents from all different companies. Right. And that's the thing. So you want to go to those. So you're going to seven. So tell us again about the seven. So you're going to Family Reunion, the two Club Wealth events. What are the other four events? Well, I mean, no, I mean networking events. I go to seven networking events during the four or five days that I'm at Family Reunion. Okay. So, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So how many national events do you go to per year? Um, three. The, the two Club Wealth events and then Family Reunion. Okay. So that's really it. Yeah, and okay. I might pop in some other stuff. We use Commission Zinc for our CRM, so mm -hmm. I might go to something of theirs. Um, regional events are great because, again, a lot of agents from your neighboring markets will be at those. So it's a great opportunity. Well, that's huge. I mean, what's, what's interesting to me, though, is you're doing – so essentially – and I want you guys to all think about what she just said because what I got out of this is Amy's traveling really to maybe three, four events per year. So she's getting almost, and if she got, I'm not, you know, the world's greatest mathematician here, but I'm hearing 30 plus transactions a year from referrals that she gets because she's going to these events and getting to know people. And here I'm also hearing that she's only going to three or four events. That kind of works out to almost 10 transactions per event. So, I, I mean, is it really, I mean, are you making money or spending money going to events? Seems like you're making money. Absolutely. And that's the thing, you know, I always say I have to go to these events. I can't afford to not go to these events because there's I'll the really say that again really loud. What's that? Say that one more time really loud because, dude, let me tell you something. You just hit the nail on the head. You yeah, said, I, I can't, can't afford to not go. People will say, oh, I can't spend two grand going on this trip right now. Um, two grand is not even one referral. I want you guys to all, and I know you guys know this, but I want everybody watching this, I want you all to think about all the gurus you know out, of, out there, all the people that you see that are doing all this business and they're always out there and everybody's talking about them all that. Let me ask you this. How many of them do you think go to how many events per year? Let me tell you this. All of them go to pretty much all of the events per year. That's what you guys got to think. They're all everywhere. How often am I on the road? And a lot of times it's because I'm on the road teaching events, but a lot of times I'm just attending somebody else's event. Maybe I'm speaking at it. Maybe I'm just there to hang out and meet people. 
but I'm on the road a lot. Brian and Shree, you guys go to a lot of events. Not as many as I'd love you to, but you definitely go to a lot of events, right? Um, you know, you guys think about you know, everybody knows Mike Bjorkman. How many freaking events does Bjorkman go to? I don't know that there's an event on the planet that guy doesn't go to, right? He's not. He most of the times he's not speaking. He's just getting to know people, so everybody knows him. And you guys, that's what this is all about. You got to make those connections. All right, sorry, Brian and Shree, I got to let you guys take back over. I'm dominating here. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about this because I remember when you first came and there's a couple of things. So there's a couple of benefits to the fact that you are a club wealth member, that you are a club wealth coach, that it went from when you first started doing events. And then once you receive the referral, um, what you do afterwards in order to keep getting more. So that's that piece that I think that some people are, are not seeing. It's not just that she's going to events. Um, it's what she's doing once she receives the referral um, that makes everybody want to work with Rockstar here. So talk to us about it. All right. So, again, like we recognize we were getting a ton of business from referrals. So And agents have lots of choices, right? I mean, sometimes people go in these groups and they're not even doing their due diligence. They'll say, who knows someone in Wilmington? And then the first name that gets tagged in that post is who they go with, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe not the best situation always. Um, but they have a lot of choices. There's a lot of agents in our market. So why are they going to choose me? Aside from the fact that we give good service, but a lot of them don't know that yet, right? So again, our relationships are important. I don't have time to sit in front of the computer all day long. So if someone says, who do you know in Wilmington? I definitely have a lot of friends that will say, oh, you need to talk to Amy Freeman. And I, I get upset a lot in these groups because people will say, oh, I don't mind any fan clubs. Why? Um, exactly. <laughs> and it's usually the agents that have never gotten a referral before that have that mindset. But they'll say, oh, no, no fan clubs. Well, I personally want the person that's referred all the time by multiple people in many different markets or with many different companies because I know they're doing business and they likely have good systems and good follow-up and they're going to take better care than, you know, a random agent that's maybe never done a referral and does the normal six to eight transactions a year. And so, you'll receive your check. <laughs> and that, yeah. You got a very good point there. Dude, how many times has somebody been sent somebody a referral and either the person actually did business with them and closed it and didn't pay the referral or how about they just freaking screwed it up and dropped the ball to begin with. I had somebody today in the club wealth group early this morning, I was in the club wealth group and somebody was talking about a referral for a Corpus Christi agent they were looking for. And we don't have a club wealth member in Corpus Christi uh, to refer. Unfortunately, at least at the time of recording this, we didn't. And, um, and so they had mentioned that, Hey, I referred somebody that I found in the club wealth group before but I didn't know if they were club wealth coach or club wealth client. And turns out they weren't. They were kind of posing as one. And they did a crappy job on the referral. Guys, look, you need to check your freaking sources, right? It, just because they're in our group doesn't mean that they're a club wealth client, a coaching client, or a coach. And I'll tell you what, if I have my choice, I'm sending my referrals first to my coaches because I know they're ballers. And I know, because guess what? If one of our coaches drops the ball on a referral for you, guess what? We're going to be having a conversation with them because that's a reflection on us. 
if one of our coaching clients had drops the ball on a referral, we're going to be having a conversation with them because it's our job to help them grow their business. And they're screwing up growing their business by dropping the ball on that referral. So know your sources and make sure that there's a system around that person to ensure that your referral is going to get the great service they expect. So that, and, and by the way, and so that you know you're going to receive the check at the end of the day. Yeah, well, there's that extra accountability. So if somebody Absolutely. typed in the Club Wealth group and said, I'm looking for someone in Wilmington, and Brian said my name, and Cherie said my name, they now know I'm also working that referral. So there's just all that extra level. I mean, I'm going to do a great job anyway, but now I have to do because Cherie knows, and Brian knows, and the agent knows, and they know I'm a Club Wealth coach, and, and all of those things. So um, I like using people that know people that I know and that have done a good job. And there's a difference too between, and I want to put this out there because we've had to deal with some of this inside our group even, where we've had to put a kibosh on it. There are actually groups out there where you can pay them a fee every year and they'll go out to all these different groups and they'll try and refer you out and all this stuff. And as soon as, as soon as they see a post about, oh, they're looking for a referral. Great, let me refer somebody that's paid me to refer them to them. Heck no. Club Wealth will not do that. And we recommend that you absolutely vet the source. Ask that person, do you belong to any paid referral groups? Did you pay to get an endorsement from anybody? Uh, you know, all of this kind of stuff, because a paid endorsement doesn't carry the same weight as a genuine endorsement of someone that you know, like, and trust that you know is going to do a good job. Right. So, okay, so back to what Shuri asked. So I try to look at this. <sighs> We're all high eyes. So. <laughs> um, I try to treat referrals with other agents the way that I would want to be treated in the process. I don't want to have to keep contacting the agent and asking them, did the referral go under contract? Have they come into town? When's it closing? Those kinds of things, right? Because the referring agent, I mean, they want to know how much money they're getting, right? But like, let's just call it what it is. So... First, we're going to reach out to you and we're going to let you know, well, we're going to thank you. And then when we reach the client, we're going to let you know that we reached the client, give you an update when they're coming in town, whatever that looks like. Um, our client care manager is going to send a gift to that agent. Also, just a, a nice thank you. It doesn't matter if they write a contract or not. If you made a connection, we're sending you a gift. It oh, let me stop you right there. So are you saying, so if somebody mentions you in a Facebook group, are you also going to send them or are you only sending somebody that um, actually takes the time to tell the client you need to talk to Amy? Whoever the agent is that has the referral. Okay. So, so I do, I do thank everybody. You know, if Cherie says you need to talk to Amy, I say, you know, thank you, Cherie. I appreciate you. Um, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to make a suggestion that I don't think you're doing. And I don't, I don't know anybody who is, so, but I'm going to tell you what, what we do at Club Wealth that I feel makes a big difference. And that I think you could do as well to take this to the next level. And I start tracking every single person that when you have, when somebody has a referral to send in your area, start tracking every single person that tags you in that post. And mm -hmm. then at the end of the year, do a drawing of some kind, give something really cool away. So and you draw and every, each time somebody mentioned you in a post like that, they get an entry into that drawing and make a point of it to tell them after the fact, you know, once they've, once they've mentioned you in a, in a post, send them a message, a private message saying, hey, by the way, I really appreciate you mentioning me in that post. And oh, by the way, I'm going to enter you into my drawing for whatever at the end of the year. Now, I know they're not referring you because of that, but I think it's a nice way to say thank you after that. Oh, yeah, and it's not going to hurt. And I, and I like that you said that because I definitely have um, several folks who refer me a lot. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it's posted, 
because they happen to be in the office or, or whatever. Um, and I've been thinking, what can I do for them? Because they definitely are throwing my name out there more than anyone else. So you know, I'll tell you some simple things that you can do. And I hope everybody's listening to this because this is like, just like with your, your local people that refer you a lot, you need to sort your database, right? Who's my A plus clients? Who are my A clients? My A, my Bs. So think about the same thing with agents nationally. Who are the A-plus agents that are constantly sending me referrals, tagging me in posts, all that kind of stuff? I want to take better care of them than I do the guy that's never posted you know, my name or never referred me to anybody and really just shows no signs of, of, of really wanting to give back. And so with those folks, one of the things you could do um, is send them some, like when you read a great book, freaking send them a copy once in a while, you know, with your with your A-plus clients or find, it doesn't have to be something big, send them a Starbucks card, just Hey, I was just thinking about you today. I wanted to send you the Starbucks card for five bucks. You'd be surprised how far you can get with a $5 Starbucks card. Right. Well, and one of the other things that I do is, and I know Club Wealth has this as well. I created years ago a referral map on Google. Mm -hmm. So every time I go to an event or someone sends me a referral, I add them to that map because I can't always remember. You know, someone will post in the group, who do you know and Timbuktu, and I'm thinking, gosh, I know that I know somebody there, but who is it? So I can just go to my map and type in Timbuktu, and then it'll pull it in, and it'll show me all the people that I know there. So I'll put their contact information. Maybe I got their card. Maybe I'll put their link to their Facebook profile. I'll make a note of where I met them if they've ever sent me a referral. And then that way I can I can pay it forward too. And if I just happen to be sitting there and I see these notifications pop up, then I can tag someone else as well. Yeah, I love it. That's brilliant. I absolutely love that. And by the way, those of you that are watching um, on, uh, on the Facebook feed right now, feel free to type in your questions. We've only got uh, about, uh, looks like about 23 minutes left with Amy. And so if you have questions for her or for any of us, type those in now. Um, real quick, Amy, before we continue and before Shree and Brian go to their next question, uh, I want to make sure that we put a word out there for our sponsors. You guys, don't forget about, looks like uh, Brian's screen froze, but he's back. That's good news. Um, don't forget, you guys, <laughs> that uh, we love freaking WiseHire, and WiseHire makes these, uh, these shows possible uh, by sponsoring us. So please, if you get a chance, take a look at WiseHire.com forward slash Club Wealth. Show them some love. Uh, they are awesome. We use them for recruiting all the time. They do a great job, both for agent recruiting as well as administrative team member recruiting. So Brian, Shree, and Amy, back to you guys. Yeah, I'll go. So um, it's, it's kind of the running joke on here that Brian just sits and waits and listens. So uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pipe in now. So let me just say something. You didn't say this exact quote, but this is the quote that I, that I took from it. And it's one of my favorites is life begins at the end of your comfort zone. So if somebody who doesn't like going and meeting new people, that's me, I appreciate that I'm not alone. And, you know, it's one of those things that, that I've learned recently, you know, find somebody else who has the same struggles as you and watch how they're performing. And, you know, this is no diss on Amy, but if Amy can do it, I can do it. If I can do it, Amy can do it. If Amy and I can do it, if you're a person who's going, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to go to this event and I have to talk to people. And, and you know, it's funny as real estate agents, you wouldn't think that any of us had that fear. But I want every agent out there to know there's a ton of us who have sold a ton of houses who even to this day sometimes get scared calling a client. Even to this day, get scared to go meet a new person. I mean, I'm literally doing work on this 
right now in my belief system trying to break this pattern that I've had. You know, one of the things that I'm a big belief person, one of the things that I realized and somebody pointed out to me the other day is some of our beliefs are 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years old, or if you're old as me, some of them are even older than that. So, you know, if do you have these beliefs out there like, oh my God, going to a conference might be horrible. I went to one in San Diego about a month ago and I didn't know a soul there, scared to death. Here I am, this person who has stood in front on a stage in front of, you know, close to a thousand people and I'm scared to go to an event and meet people. So I just wanna let you know that you're not alone. Here's something that I love um, and I'm gonna ask you a question around this. I heard that you have a plan and I cannot tell you the number of people who go to conferences with no plan at all. What do you, what's your plan? I'm going to go learn as much as I can. Well, that's a crappy plan. That's not a plan. So I love that you have a plan in place and something. So, you know, one of the things I've suggested to people is pick three objectives. And I don't know if you do that um, before you go to a conference, but, you know, tell me what some of your actual objectives are before you go to a conference. I think that's an important thing for people to understand. So at this point, I've been to many conferences. I've been licensed for over 20 years. So I have a lot of notebooks with tons of notes of all the things that I've gotten at the breakouts. Mm -hmm. And at this point, if I go to something on listings, I'm, I'm just hearing it again. You know, so I am listening well, and my business is in a different place. I'm not the same person at this conference that I was at the conference before. Um, my team's different. Everything's different. Um, so I'm looking for things that I just hear differently, or if I know that right now, one of my big focuses is growing our team. You know, I'm coming out of production. I want to help everybody on my team hit their why. So one of my thing, my, <laughs> my coach, Cherie. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been working hard to get to there, girl. <laughs> So that's one of my big focuses. So I'll attend um, breakouts around that. Uh, again, I want to talk to agents that are in other markets that might be coming to my market. I think my big word over the last couple of years has been intentional because I, w I was that agent. I was the agent that just went and I I'll go to that if I go to it. I'll go talk to that vendor if I talk to them. You know, I'd be walking around the the conference hall aimlessly going over. And now I'm just very point A to point B and this is what I'm doing because I have to get somewhere else. I'm meeting somebody. Um, so it's, I'm just, I'm intentional with every everything that I'm doing. If I go into a breakout and it's not great, obviously this does not happen at the Clubwell events. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't. Normal, normally I want to stay longer at the at the Clubwell events because they're, they're tier-based also, you mm -hmm. know, and they're specific. So you're in rooms with people that are, are like you or, or higher than you. Sometimes when you're going to a national conference for your company, or they could be talking about very, very basic things that don't pertain to you. So get up and leave. Go, go to another one. You know, there's there's plenty of other rooms open. You don't need to sit there for another 60 to 90 minutes and listen to something that is just a waste of your time. Go do something else. And chances are there's somebody else out in the hallway that did the same thing and you can sit and talk to them. So it's just forcing yourself to start conversations with other people, like you said. Well, and a couple of things on that too, by the way, that I really want to key in on. Number one, the, the, when you go to those events and if you're hearing some of the same things over and over again, what it, you need to be asking yourself, 
am I doing these things? Because if I'm hearing them over and over again, there might be a reason for it, right? Because maybe it works. And if I'm not doing it yet, or if I'm not doing it at the level I should, maybe I need to take another look at my business and figure out what should I be doing instead of just chasing all of the new stuff all the time. It's like Brian says, you know, Brian will come out of an event and he'll have 47 things he wants to implement. There's no way you're going to implement all of them. Zero chance, right? So go implement one thing. And here's the thing. When you come out of these events, you want to just look for those recurring things that the people that you know, like, and trust are, are doing over and over and over again that are working for them. Then, of course, you want to look for those new things as well. Uh, but, you know, to your point, if all you get out of these events is a couple of great relationships, it's worth it. Oh, my gosh. If that's all you got out of the entire event was you met a couple of people that you now refer out, they refer you. Holy cow, the content's a bonus, right? Right. Well, and it's just it's duplicating what others are doing, like you said. So, you know, Cherie's my coach, and we're doing the things in my business this year that she did last year. Mm -hmm. That's because right. Because I want to be at her level, right? But that's exactly what you should be doing, and that's why Club Wealth is structured the way it is, right? I mean, that's exactly why we've done what we've done with it. Because we want to make sure that the person that's your coach, and this is unique to us, and I don't know if this is, we're not trying to make a big pitch for coaching here, you guys, but the fact of the matter is that that's why Club Wealth is what it is. That's one of the very unique things about Club Wealth is that every single person in Club Wealth has a coach that produces at a higher level than they do and has been where you've been and has been where you want to go. If you want to climb Mount Everest, you need a guide that's been to the top of Mount Everest before. I've never understood these companies out there that have somebody coaching you that's got 80 coaching clients and they sold three houses last year. I have, I, I don't get it. Like, how can you justify that? That's if, if that's not the blind leading the blind, I don't know what is. Well, and Michael, I know this, I know this isn't about coaching, but I said this statement earlier and it applies for coaching also. When I said that I can't afford to not go to the events, people will say I can't afford a coach. You can't not afford a coach. And, yeah. and everybody that's doing it big and better and faster, they have coaches. Yeah, so uh, it's funny you it's say that. It's not the people that aren't doing any business. It's the people that are doing the business that have the coaches, just like athletes. Athletes have trainers and coaches and multiple ones sometimes. So when people say to me, I, I need to wait I can't afford it right now. Well, if you can't afford it now, you're not going to afford it later. So yeah, it's like saying I might as well wait till I'm broken out of the business before I hire a coach, right? Because at that point, I'll just what, what you're going to need then is a coach to teach you how to say, "Would you like fries with that?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you need a coach to teach you that or not, but it's pretty straightforward, right? <laughs> so, right. Amy, awesome. so I want to go back just so one. What? How long ago? Just out of curiosity, did you go to your last? Did you go? Did you go to your first? event how long ago was that um i probably got serious about going to events about four and a half years ago five years ago so that was the first time you went about five years ago yeah i mean i'm sure i went to some little random thing yeah no, i'm talking about a, yeah a big event a bit, an event that had at least 300 people at it so yeah i mean my first really really big event was probably family reunion four and a half five years ago I was probably there. We probably saw each other, didn't we? <laughs> probably. Hey, um, so here's the reason I ask. I want to know the beliefs of that woman when she walked into that event versus the beliefs of this woman who's sitting in front of me and what the, what the differences are. Oh. I want to know. Well, I think, well one of the things that you had said earlier, too, was if I can do it, you can do it. 
And I think that was one of the things for me and, and honestly still is because again, we all have our own insecurities and I might think, Oh, I'm really good at agent referrals, but I stink at this. And that's why I don't focus on it. And then you go to these events and there's people on the panel or the person speaking and you think, man, and, and not, you're not being judgy or anything. You're just, you're listening to what they're saying and some of it's resonating with you and, you think, well, darn, if they can do it. Or you see someone in a, a small market, which I think yours is a small market, isn't it, Brian? Pretty small, about 500,000. And, and you sell a billion homes a year. So <laughs> we think, well, <laughs> half a billion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things, well, if they can do it and they can do it in that market, why can't I do it? And something that Cherie always gets mad at me about when I'm talking about recruiting is I, Wilmington, North Carolina is not Atlanta, you know? So Thank she, God. <laughs> have I said Wilmington, North Carolina enough, by the way, because well, I'll be honest with you, Amy. I'm really, I'm, I'm going to be very honest. I'm a little disappointed that your name doesn't say Thank coach you. Amy Freeman, Wilmington. That should say that on your screen. You know better. We, you, you, you've heard me say this a million times. But there's a reason why that's important. I always do it. I always, especially on a club. I always do it. I had technical difficulties getting on this morning. I'm distracted. I'm in a hurricane, Michael. I'm distracted. <laughs> you know what? This, there's clouds in the sky over here. It's terrible. I can't. I mean, seriously. Like, you know what they say, Amy. You can make money or you can make excuses. Pick one. Oh, my God. Oh, hurricane. yeah, baby. Hurricane, right. hurricane. You got this. Come on. Here's That's my waiters. Um, <laughs> so something, Sheree always gets mad at me because we'll be talking about recruiting and she'll say, you know, you should have 20 agents on your team by the end of the year. And I'll do, but Sheree... <laughs> Our market's not the same as your market. There's lots of agents in Atlanta. And I asked her one day, I said, all right, Sheree, so what does your ad look like when you're recruiting people in Atlanta? And she goes, are you ready for this, Amy? I use Amy Freeman's Indeed ad. <laughs> <laughs> and I had nothing to say. <laughs> no, go recruit. <laughs> So yeah, let, let, let's have fun with Amy because you're here. So, uh, how many people, how many agents are in your market? About twenty three hundred. About twenty three hundred. Okay, and and so you know, you sounds like you have a belief that it's hard to recruit agents. Is that yeah. is that true? If it's not, I'm just curious. Well, we, we all do that, right? I, and you compare yourself to others sometimes. So I think, oh, well, Cherie's in Atlanta, and there's probably 2,300 agents entering the market every month, you know? So you think, oh, well, if I'm comparing it to the person giving me the information, it's going to be so much harder, which I'm sure people, again, are doing on, on this call. She works for a big company. She's been licensed for a while. She's already been doing this. And that's not the case. We all start somewhere. We all have to have a mindset shift somewhere. So, no, I've, I've just had to do some other activities, just like prospecting leads. I have to prospect for recruiting. And I think it was actually on my tier call, and I can't remember if you said it or if Michael said it, but I just heard it different that day. And it was, you'll always be prospecting. It just might be for agents or it might be 
for clients. And I just heard it different and my mindset shifted that day. Now, Brian, before you continue on your path, and I want to come back to that, but Amy, I want to touch on what you just said just now, because here's something that we say all the freaking time, and I know you've heard it for over a year, maybe two years now, you've been listening to this and you've been hearing that, and yet it took hearing it over and over and over and over again for you to finally hear it in a way that it resonated and triggered you, you know, whatever it triggered in your mind to ensure that you would take action on it. So, and I'm saying that because you guys, every, anytime somebody thinks, oh, I've heard this before. Well, okay, great. Then why aren't you selling a thousand houses a year? When, when you're selling the houses, the thousand houses a year, then you can say, oh, I've heard this before. Until you so you're selling that kind of number, I don't want to hear, oh, I've heard this before from anybody out there. So anyway, Brian, well, go ahead. You're, different. you're a different person than you were yeah. yesterday. Your business is in a different place than it was yesterday. And, and sometimes you just have to go down your own path. You know, I'm good at selling houses. I just am. So I have these times where, you know, maybe the team's not producing the way they should. Maybe I'm in a bad space. So I say, you know what? I'll go sell the houses. That's fine. And then I go sell eight houses and I make a chunk of money. And then I think, ooh, this wasn't that bad. And my coach gets mad at me. Um, <laughs> So, Amy, apparently um, I need to work on my beliefs about the Internet because it keeps going out on me. But here was my question. And there he goes again. That was perfect timing. So this be an interesting the Oracle of, of Arkansas is not the Oracle of the Internet for some reason. He uh, definitely needs to get his Internet connection working. But while we're waiting for Brian to uh, to get logged back in, I love the way his face froze, though. That's adorable. Uh, oh, there he goes. He's back. <laughs> I'm going to try we one last you, time, and if it doesn't work, I'm going to quit. So, no, but here, no, don't quit. We love you. Here's my, here's my question for you. What would you say the percentage, just ballpark it, in your market know you of the agents? Half, a third, two-thirds? Yeah, and, and maybe this is just my own insecurities again. Yeah. I don't feel like anybody knows me. Uh, you've been doing this for 20 years. Are you telling me that I don't know how many transactions you've done in 20 years, but I'm going to guess that half the agents who see an offer that says Amy Freeman on the bottom, they know who that is. I, I don't I don't know. I don't think that way about myself. I'm that person that thinks like I'm going to go to my reunion. Nobody's going to remember who I am. You know, I mean, that's that's just know. that's just how I think. Um, I, I do feel like people are starting to take notice a little bit because so in 20 years, I was in Charlotte for about 12 years selling here, and then I moved to Wilmington. So I've only been in Wilmington for about nine years, and I didn't – it wasn't always my focus because I moved. I had life changed. The market crashed, all that stuff. Um, so I've been very, again, intentional about my business for about four and a half years. And out of the 2,300 agents, we're 13 right now. So – I have had a couple people calling me saying, hey, can we go to coffee? Because I want to know, like, you came out of nowhere. So what's happening? So, so here, was my, here was my point. I'm just trying to do a little bit of mind shift. A higher percentage of people in your market know you than, than Sheree. A higher percentage of my people in my market know me than Sheree does. There's an advantage to every market. There's a frame that you can put. I promise you that a lot more, you're number 13 in your market people know who you are and i'm just saying that to any agent out there who's in a small market who's going well i can't do it there's not enough people there's the here's the thing 
there's a great opportunity there. It's just a different one. And I think that that's something that everybody who's listening to this call, there is always a reason. There's always a story about why it's easier for Shree or for Brian or for Amy or for Michael. And it's just a story. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I know, because here's the thing. Here's the story you used to tell yourself. I don't want to go talk to people at conferences. Guess what? You go and talk to a lot of people at conferences. Yeah. So, and, and I applaud you for that. And, and I wasn't trying to turn this into a coaching call. I just want to let you know that whatever you believe, you're right. And uh, you're an amazing agent. And there are lots and lots of people who want to be associated with you. And uh, I just know that from just you know knowing you. And it, it's, it's really cool what you've done. And it's amazing. Because I can tell you right now, I didn't close 30 transactions this year from agent referral didn't happen so you know congratulations you're doing many things at a high level so that's awesome thank you well and i appreciate that i like that you said um you just have to look for your advantage and, and i know we say that sometimes too when you know someone's a new agent and maybe they go to a big company and we say okay well don't you don't have any stats so we can't use your stats use your company stats you mm -hmm. just have you have to look for the advantage i like that you said that yeah, yeah. And that's the uh, truth. You know, we've lost, I've gone on a listing appointment and somebody told somebody one time that they sold a lot of houses and open houses. And I'd sold about 200 houses in the last 12 months at that point in time. And that person who sold a lot of houses and open houses had sold 12 houses the entire year. Oh. And guess what? They got the appointment, they got the listing and I didn't. But you know, my point of that story is there's always an advantage you just have to frame it in a way for yourself first and then for and then for everybody else and you know I, i'm an introvert i've probably is something that you something that amy has said at one point in time so for all you introverts out there who are scared to talk at a conference just go freaking do it it's it's going to be okay i promise amy's not died she's not caused been any physical pain there was no blood she just went and did something that was outside of her comfort zone and something that she believed was going to help and then she took that thing and said holy crap this works i'm going to do it again and again and again and again and it, again to me it's amazing what you've done um you know in a market with only 2300 agents you're getting 30 deals a year that's awesome yeah, that's well, hey, if, if you don't have anybody to talk to at a conference, come talk to me. Yeah, Amy will talk to you. I believe that. <laughs> I love it. All right, so we're running out of time. We've literally got two minutes left. So we're going to go to final thoughts, uh, and we're going to start with Sheree Benjamin, then go to Brian Curtis, and let Amy wrap us up. So go ahead, Sheree. Okay, so this was very this was very great for me to sit here and to watch my beautiful sunshine right there um, on Club Wealth TV. Brian's laughing at me <laughs> on Club Wealth TV because some of the things that that we've talked about and we've talked about over the past couple of years are the things that you have done and and one of the biggest things is that you've gotten out of your way, you know, and that's a big thing for people. Um, what Brian was saying is 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 talking about all of the noise that's going around around you, all of the things that that your little girl, meaning when you were a little girl, that's talking to you and saying to you, and you and I have this conversation often, uh, just about getting out of your own way <laughs> and having that growth in there. But one thing that I that I don't think that people understand, but I want to make sure that it's very clear, is that Amy steps outside of her comfort zone regularly. Yes, we have conversations about it, but she still takes the action. And sometimes putting one foot in front of the other is very, very nerve wracking. It's very scared. You know, you're very scared to do so, but she does it. 
she does it and she's gone from what we have as tier two to tier three and we're working to push you to get you to tier four and we're going to get you to tier well, we're four. getting to tier four this year yeah this year like 2018 is tier four that was our goal and we are hitting it so um i'm very proud of you but um just make sure that those of you that are listening make sure that when you're receiving those referrals you're being you are treating that person that referred them to you like gold because they know other people and they will tell other people how you treated them, how you treated their clients. Um, and don't be afraid. Silence the noise and implement. All right, speaking of silencing the noise, we got to hustle. We got, we're literally over time. So Brian, quick, you got 15 seconds. Be intentional. That's what I want to say. <laughs> There's, there's conferences coming up. We're about to be in conference season. Go to a conference, have three things that you're going to accomplish at that conference and do it. And I promise you, if you do that, it'll be well worth the $2,000 that you spent. So. Totally agree. Amy? Brian's so mine because intentional is my word. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, good stuff. Well, look, we got, we got all three, four, four of us have to get to uh, the coach's call. So Amy, anything else to add before we wrap up? Send me your Wilmington, North Carolina referral. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, there's a good shameless plug. Love it. All right. So that said, everybody, get out to the Business Strategy Mastermind Conference uh, in uh, November. If you haven't signed up already, it's coldwealth.com forward slash BSM. That's coldwealth.com forward slash BSM, as in Business Strategy Mastermind Conference. Uh, we are literally, oh, we have sold 100 more tickets already this time this year than we did this time last year. There is zero question we're going to sell out. We sold out last year. We're going to sell out faster this year, so you better get registered right away. The hotel is almost completely sold out, by the way. So that said, appreciate all of you. Don't forget clubwealth.com forward slash TV if you want to see the podcast or here, download the podcast version of these calls. And we will see you on the next Club Wealth TV. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.